Welcome to Starkville's House of L. This is our episode for the Krypton Season 1 finale episode, The Phantom Zone. I'm Frank. I'm Derek. I'm Sean Phillips, reporting here live from the field. Derek, how's it going out there? Uh, big skull ship coming to eat us all, Sean. How, how are things looking on your end? Oh, crap. That would explain the giant statue of Zod that's looming over me. Looks like it wants to hurt me. Oh, that's no good. Oh, crap. Oh, and I was one day away from retirement. <laughs> I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Man, <laughs> uh, we have so much to talk about, not only in this episode, but we are so graced and blessed by Rao and whatever else you want to call it to have uh, executive producer, showrunner of Krypton, Cameron Wells, joining us. You've probably already heard the first part of our Phantom Zone episode, uh, which was an immediate reaction to everything you just saw uh, in the season finale, you can find that in the episode below this one. Uh, just we, Cam wanted to uh, wanted to talk Phantom Zone, and of course we're, we're, we weren't going to deprive him of that. That that was his baby, that season finale. So uh, those are some immediate reactions to the episode, a little bit more in-depth recap, what you're normally used to here with this episode. And then the episode after this episode coming up uh, will be a uh, look back at the season with uh, Cam Welsh and what you can expect to see in season two uh and yes he does give a few spoilers for season two so that's uh that's exciting to have that on starville's house of l and we really appreciate him stopping by the house of l and having those conversations with us could not be a nicer gentleman absolutely he was he was a perfect gentleman and uh a great guy to talk to just a good conversationalist you know yeah we probably rambled for far too long asking questions that did not matter and yet he was he was wonderful and obliged. Yeah, gracious answers to all of them. So uh, as for this episode, we are, of course, here at the end of the season. It's been a wild 10 weeks. Um, we told you all those months ago, three months ago, four months ago, whenever we started this, that, uh, well, we started back last, you know, April, uh, obviously in April of 17. But really, uh, the, since the season started, how special this show was and what a treat you guys were all in for. And I don't think we undersold it at all. I think we, um, I think we, we, or we tried not to, at least we tried to prepare you for something special. I think we did our best. And I, I think, um, I think the show speaks for itself and, and right up to the very, very end, it was, it was a special, special show. It has been, and continues to be going into season two. So thrilled that, uh, we know, uh, now that we have a season two locked and loaded and that they're, uh, they're getting to work on it already. I am thrilled to see where we go in season two and how they continue to uh, to impress us and to to make us happy fans. That's such a good feeling the day before the season finale to find that out too, not a week after the season finale or a month after the season finale. You can go into that final hour knowing good and well that the outcomes and the the cliffhangers are going to be you know propelled forward. Uh, those will be tied up in new stories coming forward. Of course, I'm sure new characters. Uh, new sets, new new everything, uh, but uh, most most importantly, more storylines because we left things in a dire state mm -hmm. on Candor 
at the end of this episode, which brings us into the recap. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We open up with Brainiac's skull ship looming above Kandor. Um, not not a good thing. Uh, Lyda and uh, General Zod find Seg and Nyssa. They meet up, and uh, the, the Rankless are all around them, uh, cowering in fear. Seg is still suspicious of, you know, where's, where's Jaina? What, what did you do to her? He suspects General Zod, but uh, the, the, Lyda pretty quickly tells him, no, he didn't do anything. General Zod says the Sithonites, uh, or, or rather, Seg tells General Zod that the Sithonites double-crossed him, and they won't give up Doomsday. Uh, meanwhile, he says, General Zod says he wants to go back to the fortress and bring Val back to life, or that's how he puts it. Uh, and we flash back to that scene from the pilot where we see Val's execution. Um, and, uh, it was weird though. It was different this time because there wasn't somebody asking us to leave iTunes reviews for Shu Krypton. It was very disorienting <laughs> if they left that out. But, Make it better tomorrow. Yeah. Leave a five star rating and review. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I guess you could call it retconned, but but really it wasn't retconned. Really it wasn't retconned because uh, that actually happened all along. Uh, that plan was in place to have Val in the Phantom Zone, so he always pushed. Oh, that you mean button. that part, not the shoe Krypton part? Got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, shoe, yeah. he's got the little. He's got the little Phantom Zone device Key in fob. his hand. Key fob. It was. That's actually what I wrote. <laughs> Keep them recording. All right. Five Luckily. minutes into this and it started. Okay, go. It was like a key fob. Yeah, I had that here in my notes too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> so he has he's got the key fob and he 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 bloop bloops himself to the phantom zone. Yeah, and not and not a second too soon because he pushes it the minute he falls. He's got a long fall, but it still doesn't catch him until right before he smashes into the ground. Perfect illusion. Yeah, I hope the the what's her name from Lego Batman movie greeted him when he fell into the Phantom Zone. <laughs> Carol, what was her name? I don't even remember. Oh gosh, I oh I, I'm I'm so bad with that. I cannot wait to see the interior of the Phantom Zone. I love what they did with the the tornado almost effect. Uh, of course, that you know I know it probably wasn't really intentional, but it reminded me of Supergirl the movie with the tornado in the Phantom Zone a little bit. Oh sure. Um, but there, there were, you know, the effects that they used to the, I, I call it more of a vortex, uh, yeah. that they, that they used there and specifically later on in the fortress of solitude, yes. uh, is, was a really nice effect as are all things on this show. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just how they, how they roll, how they operate. It's always, always a gorgeous looking show. Really cool. Really cool effect. Uh, well, this time uh, we also saw Jack Sir in there. I should mention um, that she was she was peppered throughout the uh, the execution stuff. Yes, Zod says that Val was in the Phantom Zone and they met there. So, um, you know, yes, I was sent to the Phantom Zone, uh, but that council was as corrupt as the group that tried to execute execute Val. So Zod stole the Phantom Zone uh, key fob. And uh, he says, yeah, maybe I betrayed Val, but I didn't betray his mission. The mission required a Zod, not an L, and it turns out that I'm both. And now they need Val's intellect, as it turns out. So someone has to go in and get him, and he says that he knows his way around, and he'll go in and get him, and he pretty quickly he does. And, How do you uh, know your way around the Phantom Zone? Like, it's not a, it's not like you're visiting Detroit. I mean, it's no. not like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go to the yeah. corner of 4th and, you know, Maine and... Glosson and Russell. 
hang yeah yeah exactly Lawson and Russell and hang a left up oh, there's the apartment fire you know I, I don't uh, I didn't really and and something I meant to ask Cam and I'm looking back through my through my notes and we were talking to him that I failed to was how long do you think Zod was in the Phantom Zone mm. he tells Seg could be days could be weeks you know but for, yep. but time doesn't exist so here it'll be instantaneous uh, right so it made me made me wonder exactly how long he was gone for Time, time is kind of irrelevant. I mean, you've been there. We so we've yeah. all seen your video of you being in the Phantom Zone. That was uh, that pass. was um pass. Yeah. <laughs> pass. Skip. Anyway, skip. Uh, <laughs> Fast forward. Uh, is that a uh, source spot? Was that a? Anyway, oh, uh, we just got canceled. This podcast. Uh, just got canceled. <laughs> the podcast got canceled. Frank yeah. got canceled. Yeah. Next week. Next season with an all new host, <laughs> Will. Anyway, Nissa uh, Nissa uh, <laughs> uh, uh, says uh, you're just trying to escape Brainiac. You're trying to go back into the Phantom Zone and escape Brainiac. And he says anyone who's been in there would not call it an escape. Yeah. So um, hologram Val engages the Phantom Zone projector, and then real Val comes out, and then hologram Val disappears. <laughs> it's like this weird like t- passing of the baton. Like, all right, I'm out. See ya. Yeah, he Peace. just waves. Bye. This waves goodbye and he's gone. And then Seg and Val have this tearful, cheerful uh, reunion. Val it's says good he's, stuff. Is that, that, it, I think that's when I texted you. I said tears. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful it moment. It's a, it less, is than, a, less than ten minutes into the episode, and they're already tugging at the old heartstrings. They manage to do that almost every episode. There's a there's something big within the first you know ten ten minutes or so. Yeah. Um, almost, almost every episode, whether it's a mention of a, of a big Superman character or, or whatever it might be, there's always something exciting that happens in the first 10 minutes. There's a hook. Exactly. So D- Val says he's seen past, present and future, and he's proud to see that Seg will be a beacon of light in the darkness in the future. He's not so happy to see General Zod, um, but he says overall, there's just I've seen you know lots of different versions of the future, and there's just no way to stop Brainiac, no matter what we do. Like Doctor Strange. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, four yeah. million versions of the future. Uh, fourteen million. Whatever. Uh, but it was. I, I uh, whatever it was. But I, yeah, I prefer this version uh, where where the Phantom Zone projector. Uh, well, the Phantom Projector gets you new into the Phantom Zone, but the Phantom Zone itself being a, being a window to the past, the present, and the future because it's out of time uh, right. itself. It, it has no place in the fabric of space. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool element. I, I'm curious to learn more about that and how Val was the one to manipulate it and learn so much about it in that time. Obviously, he's been in there uh 14 years which in phantom zones if we're talking inception rules that's that's a long time mm. uh that that uh you know because obviously zod said could be a minute but here but weeks there which is so, just torture yeah yeah well obviously i mean you see the effects on val after he comes out he's very um distraught in those opening seconds right uh upon being removed that's uh that is a place of of true horror in the phantoms absolutely yeah i mean it's a prison for all for all intents and purposes it is it is in in many ways a prison of the mind because it's 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 mental torture Mm -hmm. 
So Dev is checking out his new bionic arm. He's all he's all uh quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. yourself. Quit hitting, hitting yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, after that, after he's done doing that, uh he looks outside, he sees all the chaos uh around him and he 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 springs to action. Um Well, yeah, bring, obviously the bubble the bubble has been lifted after the, the effects of the, the bubble's end been of burst. the last episode, yeah. yeah, burst the bubble. No. So so they're exposed to the elements. Jax Ur calls it the beginning of day zero. Yay. Which, which I wonder what that if that ties into Black Zero in some way. We're all gonna die. Yep, but more or less. That's uh, that's yeah. that's what I got out of it. Uh Brainiac proclaims that it's the beginning of Kandor's eternal life, and these tentacles start to uh extend from the skull ship and begin sort of burrowing into the ground around the city, starting to starting to dig it out and uh yeah. and separate it from the rest of the planet. That'll happen. Gonna bottle that thing right up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's only that's the only way. He he's he's far, farm to table cities are his specialty. <laughs> bottle that's it right not up. I think. I mean, it could be. You get a ship in a bottle, one out of city in a bottle. Oh, that skull! Just that shot of it of it right outside the city. I just do not see how that happened on 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 television. That was cinematic. It was Cable. truly, truly I just, cinematic. I just do not see how they did that. But they mm-hmm. did it, and it looked awesome. And it looked was amazing. An, an awesome scene. And then, of course, you've got Brainiac up there in the tower talking through the ship as a megaphone to all of Kandor. Um, I wonder if we'll go back at all. Uh, you know, there, there, I don't want to spoil it here, but Cam mentions some things in, in our next installment when talking about what his plans for season two are. Um, and, and I wonder if we'll, we'll travel back and see that incident happen from other city states point of view, like with Argo city or Kryptonopolis, because obviously that ship is huge. Right. Um, yeah. Coming into play. And everybody of course now knows that there's life, uh, other than Krypton in the universe. Exactly. So. Yeah. There's there, that, that's over that era of, of yeah. that kind of control. Yeah. Is, is so Val, Val El died for nothing, and as as did. <laughs> what do you uh, put it that way? Well, I mean, of course he's alive, but obviously Seg's parents are not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm. They really died for nothing. Yes. Well, that's depressing. Um, yeah. You know, one thing that uh, you mentioned, like Kryptonopolis and the other cities, it does make me wonder. You know, does this become? This is like a historic moment in the history of this planet. You know, this is like mm-hmm. the incident. This is like mm-hmm. like uh, the 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 Chitari invasion of New York or something. This is like looking back. People are gonna are gonna refer back to this, and I wonder. You know, yes, Black, uh, Black Thursday, Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Or Dark Thursday, Dark Thursday, or maybe Thursday, we end up calling yeah. it Day Zero, like uh, like Jack's called it. But yeah, yeah, yeah like Dark Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like that day that you look back at and and say like that's where the bad things happened. Nine Eleven. Yep, exactly. In this in this universe, yep. This is Krypton's nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Val says that from inside the uh, Phantom Zone, he's seen every every future and 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 everyone Kandor's taken. The core destabilizes. Krypton explodes. So Seg says, "Well, if that's the case, then let's just focus on saving as many lives as we can, like getting people out of Kandor and saving them before they get taken." Um and. Val starts to explain what it's like to be trapped in one of uh, the bottled cities, and we see Adam at the same time in in what we now know as Detroit, um, 
that's that's been bottled and that's why that's why that 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 creepy creepy woman was was looking at him with a blank expression and and standing still because when you're in a bottled one of Brainiac's bottled cities everything freezes yeah your mind is still awake but you're stuck in place another kind of mental torture yeah yeah now i saw an interview and i sh- i didn't bring this up because it was so long ago and i didn't know probably wouldn't remember it but i saw an interview with cam where somebody was asking him about that girl at the end of eight uh, who we postulated a lot about obviously last time and who that was that he ran into uh and and cam said it was somebody really important from the dc comics universe but i think there was a miscommunication there and he thought the interviewer was talking about jack sir yeah i think you might be um, right because I don't really think that was anybody. <laughs> I think that yeah. was just a woman. I think that uh, was after, just a woman that was meant to tease us. Yeah, it was a good switch. It's you know the the subverting expectations is is something they do well on this show, and I think it was a good bait and switch. But uh, uh, to see him walking around a frozen Detroit, uh, bottled, you know, he jumped to the future when when mm-hmm. he was protecting Seg from uh, Ona's explosion. Uh, at the hands of Brainiac, but the future he jumped to did not bode well for Earth because obviously Detroit had been taken. Why would Brainiac take Detroit? Um, of all Justice the places on Earth, you could do what? Justice League Detroit, maybe. I don't know. Of all the places you could you could take on Earth, why Detroit? I, you know, Brainiac, the Tigers are really good this season, so maybe Brainiac is is a no, big RoboCop fan. <laughs> huge the only and thing beverly, and beverly hills cop that's it those are the two things I, yeah. I i the only thing that could make sense in my mind is you know he has talked about the justice league and and in the 90s there was justice league detroit um yeah. that's that's just about the only you know dc comics connection that i can you know that i can muster up well you know um, the, you know that his little throne room inside the ship where he hides in those tentacles which reminds me of like when you were a kid and you'd go uh clothes shopping with your mom and you'd hide in the clothes rack. Mm. Uh you know. Mm-hmm. Was I the only one that did that? I don't know. But no, uh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what that was like to me. But you know, inside there it's just like a college dorm uh dorm room for Brainiac. He's got like a uh uh, Animal House poster on the wall, and, yep. and an old recliner and popcorn, and he he watches Beverly Hills Cop and RoboCop uh, over and over again. That's what happens in there. And he's the only one who can move. Yeah, because he's transported into it. I guess. Oh, I Adam. Guess okay. All right. We're going yeah, back Adam. to that. Okay. Yeah. You yep. not having my bit today, are you, Frank? Uh, no, totally, buddy. Okay. Yep. I definitely. I'm in the closet with. Uh, wait, that. What? What? Mm. What? Mm. I mean, that's fine. I, if you be, uh, <laughs> there's anything wrong with that? I don't. Yeah, nothing. I don't. I mean, I love you, but, but. <laughs> go on, Frank. Talk something else. It, talk. Talk. Say more words. Say more um, words. <laughs> <laughs> say more right now. <laughs> say more. <laughs> oh, it always comes back to Mulaney. Yes. Um. So, uh, what if I did the rest of the podcast just in my Mulaney voice? <clears throat> I said say more right now. Um Lyda says she won't let it happen without a fight. <laughs> and Seg won't give her the skimmer to get back to the city. What a jerk. <laughs> was there ever a revolution, mother? Or was, <laughs> the- <laughs> was there 
Uh, uh, no, anyway, that ballroom. Before, um, before you go off of that, I do want to say more about yeah. say, say I want to say more things about Adam. Say, yes, say more right he, now. he obviously was not bottled, so he is fully fine in the ship. He's yes. in 2018 in Brainiac's ship. So at some point, Brainiac got out of the Phantom Zone. Yes, and continued absolutely. his his reign on the universe and made yep. it to Earth. And there wasn't a Superman there to save Earth. There was not a Superman there to save Earth. Zod had already invaded Earth, put his yeah, statue and there, Zod, and Zod doesn't really care. About, Zod wants Krypton. He, you know, yep. so yeah, that's it. That's what we that's got. It. That's what happened. Okay, continue. Uh, but yeah, so second second light, I have that exchange where she says, "I'm not gonna let you let this happen without a fight." Sig says, "Oh no, 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 you're not you're not going in there. I'm, I'm I won't give you my skimmer. You're stuck here at the fortress. You're not getting back to the back to the city." Um, Nissa pulls her aside and tells her, "The Sithonites have tunnels, and uh, I can show you the way." I don't care how big a room you're in. If there's only five people in it, are you not gonna notice if two of them just left all of a sudden? Yeah, especially your your wife and your girlfriend. <laughs> saying <laughs> yeah that's true i didn't think about that has anybody <laughs> seen my wife and my Where girlfriend they, they can't they can't be in the same room together at the <laughs> si- oh no not alone we can't let that happen they must there oh, must no. be a witness at all times we're too late uh-oh, uh-oh. obviously nissa, uh, nissa wants to get to corvex yes yeah she wants to get to corvex and why exactly does she help lida just just because so, she's being nice. I think it's easier for the two of them to get out together. I guess so. I guess she could, I guess she could use the head of the Sagittari, giving her an escort. Yeah. yeah. Um, General Zod ponders whether Doomsday might still be the answer. And Val says, that well, that future where you unle- unleash Doomsday is by far the worst. You were a you were, you were a broke record, uh, mm. General Zod, mm-hmm. going back to that Doomsday well over and over again. He really does. I find it funny. You know, we talk about the idioms they use on Krypton. It's funny mm-hmm. to me, a very small thing, uh, that they keep using the term "unleashed" about yeah. uh, Doomsday. Like, oh, you have pets on leashes? That's interesting. Who's uh, a good Doomsday? Who's a good Doomsday? Who's a good Doomsday? Oh, you're so get off. good. We'll let you off the leash if you're good. Uh, and Seg says to to Val, you know, you promised there'd be a better tomorrow, and you lied. And Val says that well, those are just the words of a naive old man who was about to die. <laughs> I I I thought there was a better tomorrow, but no, every, every Val. future sucks. Val, as long as there's an L on Krypton, there's hope. Your robot just said it. Well, that robot's gone, or is there's it? There's two L's now. Two L on Earth. Well, yeah, sort of. <clears throat> Dev returns to the Sagittarii, where all the officers have fled, and only the uh, the soldiers are left. Uh, and he starts to give orders, but they refuse. Lyda appears, and she gives this rousing speech, you know, forbidding them to surrender or to ask for mercy or to give mercy, you know, straight out of Jaina's playbook. She got and, there quick. Yeah, she got there real quick. I mean, those tunnels suited the, up and everything. There, those tunnels are a marvel of of Sithonite efficiency. They're fan- they're like the tunnel from Batman Forever. They just they they go from Wayne Manor to the Batcave in two seconds or less. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that Batman Forever? Yes, it was Batman Forever. I get them confused, to be honest, because uh, after after Batman Returns, they're not really worth remembering. Hey, that is not true, true and I will fight you. All right, Batman Forever is superior to Batman Returns. Mm. Batman Returns has the better cast. 
Yeah, I, I, Batman, maybe the Batman story Forever's in Batman Forever is better. I'm not sure that it's a better movie. Oh, there's no story. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the, we'll split hairs on this later. Join, yeah, us in the, join us in the hiatus months for Batman yeah. Returns versus Batman Forever. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, Zod says, why don't we offer Val to Brainiac? He's just offering up anything to Brainiac. Yeah. He's just sort of like, yeah. how do we, let's... Let's uh, give him the old man. Maybe he'll like him. Yeah. He'll keep him as a pet. Who's a good Val? Who's a good Val? Who's a good Val? Here. Um, he, you know, he, but he makes a good argument. He's got knowledge of the future. Brainiac craves uh, knowledge. Uh, it would be sacrificing one life for millions. You know, and he says, by the way, Seg, that would be including your life, because my mother said that you were lost in the bottling of Candor, and that's why I didn't know anything about you. Okay. Well, so that we makes believe me... everything he says. Although, you know, Cam Cam did point out yes. Zod doesn't lie. Yes. He, he is very blunt. Now he may twist things to get what he wants, but he he's not a liar. I think he'll omit things as as is convenient for him he'll he'll deceive but he'll he deceive, won't lie but i don't yeah. think he flat out lies yeah, yeah. It, that's what cam told us and that's what that was very eye-opening for me when he said that like wow okay so I, we should be taking him more or less at his word like the well, actual words he's saying are true there may be nuance or or um shades of gray to it but but more or less he's telling the truth it's so funny if you go i've gone back and watched a few episodes uh before i watched the finale specifically house of zod and because that was, you know, the real pivotal turn pivot, that was the real pivotal turning point in the season, obviously the halfway point, but that's where we got our big reveal about mm-hmm. Zod mm-hmm. being a time traveler. Uh, and it's funny to go back and watch so much stuff uh, with him now knowing that Seg is his father because, like, there's the whole nobody hurts Segal. Like, yep. all that is like, yeah, kill Segal and you die, so... Nobody, nobody touches Seg but me. Unless all, I say, all, yep. Yeah, all those factors play into to Zod's own survival. So it's That's all it. selfish. That's it. Yep. Yep. That, that, it, it all adds up. So Jax wants to take Black Zero to Kryptonopolis. They're going to leave on foot, and they're going to bring the Codex with them, and it's the only chance that they have to survive. Meanwhile, Nissa goes to the Genesis Chamber to release Corvex. Threaten the Venice Genesis Chamber. She, she, I mean, she holds it up at gunpoint, which apparently is a thing. And uh, Jax walks in on Nyssa, leaving with the bottled uh, fetus of Corvex. Cool. N- yeah, yeah. No, neat. Uh, Nyssa begs for the life of her child, and Jax says, none of us are free in this society. Even the fetuses are predestined. And cool. Yeah. Yeah, more cool stuff. More cool stuff. Cool, 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 cool. And um, she goes on to tell her that she, Nissa, you, you're you a clone. Your original self died in a skimmer accident with your mother. What? And you were alive just enough. They just enough brain activity to have your consciousness fused into a new body. Yeah, they took my work that was supposed to cure disease and extend life, and instead, Darren and his peers turned it into cloning tech aimed at extending and preserving the lives of only the rich and powerful. And you know, your life has been alive, but doesn't have to be anymore. Which is, of course, the Vera Project. Is that the only thing we called in this finale, was that Nyssa was a clone? I think so. I think you called that one. 
I know a few episodes back we talked about Seth getting trapped in the Phantom Zone, but I feel like that was kind of a given. That was, I mean, once we knew the title, that was we knew somebody given. was going to be, and, and yeah. the likelihood that it was Seth was greater than the rest. But I, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I don't know why we didn't come up with Val being in the Phantom Zone after Zod said he didn't die. Like that, that made perfect sense when when they went to the fortress. I was like, of course he's in the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm, he discovered mm-hmm. the Phantom Zone. That's that's brilliant. Uh, that that was really good storytelling. I was over here like, they're going to clone Val. No, they're not going to clone Val. There's... That's what I thought they would do. Once I knew there was cloning yeah. technology and he said we can bring bring him back. He didn't say go rescue him at first. He said like bring him back to life. Bring him so back, I thought that yeah. that meant, you know, yeah, cloning him in some way. Yeah. Fusing nope, his consciousness. Just in the Phantom Zone. Just in the Phantom Zone. Um, Obviously, this news shatters Jaina's world, though. You know, I have memories. Yeah, they were implanted. This is, yeah. Um, we do find out, of course, that her mother is dead; that she died in the skimmer accident. Yeah. So I was wrong about I was wrong about Jax being her mother. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. We got we got it a lot was, of it, it, it was it was a fetch that we were going off the hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Which was wrong of us. Right. Never right. judge a book by its cover. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh, Seg begins shepherding the rankless to the Sithonite tunnels. While overhead for it to get out of town, um, get out of Dodge, while uh, the Sagittari in their kind of X Wings head for Brainiac. Um, and he just with a wave of his hand, he crashes them all into the buildings and they just, yeah, they're technology. He shuts them down. I mean, they, they are destroyed instantly. instantly. Yep. Lyda calls all the pilots one on one in her communicator, but they're, they're all wiped out and she feels this tremendous sense of guilt. Obviously, she sent them out on this suicide mission. And Dev. You know, encourages her and says that she did the right thing. Because, um, I mean, after all, until yesterday, it was legal to believe in an alien presence. How are we supposed to be able to defend against one? Which is, like, the best point. Yeah. The best point. That makes total sense. Total sense. Absolutely. Lyda really breaks down, and she she admits to Dev that she thinks she killed her mom. Um, and just then, Seg calls her on the communicator and says that the uh, Sagittari were a really good distraction uh, for Brainiac, because while while he was doing away with them, uh, people are escaping through the tunnels. So Lyda agrees to sacrifice more Sagittari uh, and send them out to die too. They're expendable. <laughs> they're re- they're red shirts. They're expendable. They're red shirts. Yeah, they literally are red shirts. Yeah, yeah, red suspenders. Yeah. Uh, as the rankless, or as I, I I actually typed my notes this time, and so it kept changing it to tankless. Yeah. Uh, as the tankless uh, head into tunnels, uh, Seg asks passersby, "Have you seen Nissa? Have you seen Nissa?" Um, and no one, no one seems to have seen her. Uh, Zod is t- t- determined at this point to sacrifice Val to Brainiac. It says it's, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Seg insists it's too dangerous um, for Brainiac to have that much knowledge. He'll he'll kill countless more worlds. And here we get down to General Zod's main motivator: if he spares Krypton, so be it. The only thing motivating him is Krypton above all. Yeah. So General Zod approaches Brainiac and makes his offer. He says, I'll, I will give you, you know, knowledge of the past, present, and future in exchange for our safety. Uh, Brainiac pretty much is like, how cute. So cute. Good Zod. A little Zod is good. A little baby, aren't you? Yeah. Not as good a boy as Doomsday, but you're a pretty good boy. Um, he's he's like a kid with a anthill and a magnifying glass. Yeah, yep, yep, very much so. 
Very, very much so. And and he reads Zod's mind, and he sees that he's sincere. And so he he begins to, to take him up on it. God, listen to the music in this scene if you need to go back and watch mm. it. It's the same cues from the Krypton sequence on uh, in Superman the movie uh, that Pinar used. There's there's some similar tones and, and everything to, that evokes those. And everything's red, so it reminds me of all that, too, when, when the planet's getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's very, very evocative of that. So, so check very that Williams-esque. out. Um, yes, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I love what she does this whole season. You know, I'm, I'm so glad you get to talk to her and, and and tell her how much we've been appreciating her work because it it really it really brings the show to life. And, and absolutely. I mean, and I'm not just talking about the Williams stuff. I mean, absolutely. That that, that that's always amazing and classic and it's great when they can weave it in but her her original compositions are you know the fabric of this show in a lot of ways and and kind of tie everything together and give it this cohesive feeling it's very much a character yes. of the show yep yep i 100 percent agree with which you on that. unfortunately is not uh is not much a thing with uh tv scores these days no it, it's not it's the, not they kind of get lost in the minutiae of of what's going on mm-hmm. and uh you know so much of it's just synthesized and 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 replayed over and over again same sequences same themes right. and, right. and she manages to do something different almost every time yeah there's original music being composed and and a lot of thought and care going into it and less of like well i wrote this uh theme so i'll just reuse it here yeah. um there's there's a lot of um, emphasis put on the score and the show more and, and it shows of, it comes through there's a lot of care being put into it as well exactly again goes back to the whole everybody seems to really care personally about the well-being of the series yep yep absolutely people care they they put they put their all into it and Pinar is no exception to that at the fortress um seg is pleading with Val and says, I, I need to save him. I need to save you, but, but there's no way. Um, and, and, uh, Val says like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going back. I'm not going back into the, into the Phantom Zone. Again, he says something similar to what Zod said earlier. Like if, you know, going back there is no, if you knew what it was like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go either. Just kill um, me. Just, just like, honestly, just, just let it happen. Uh, Val says if Brainiac finds him, the whole universe will suffer Kandor's fate. Um, and and we see a bottle start to form around Kandor, and Lyda looks around, sees everyone starting to freeze in place, including herself. It's starting. It's happening. It's the bottling happening. begins. Bottle episode. It's a bottle it's episode. A bottle episode. Everybody. Yep. Yep. We got it. Ten episodes. And we finally got one, guys. All right. They're gonna hit Back us here. over the head with it. Yep. The pickled pickled city of Kandor. <laughs> mm. Kandor pickles. Okay. Um, and now here's a sentence that I never thought I'd be saying, but here goes. Uh-huh. General Zod brings Brainiac to the Fortress of Solitude. Thank, ah! you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Would you like to hit the bell? Good to see you. Well, thank you. It's good. It's yeah. good. Good to see you. General, yeah. would you care to step inside? Inside. <laughs> see what you did there. The Fortress of Solitude. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll, I'll do you one. I'll do you one better. General Zod brings 
Brainiac to the Fortress of Solitude to meet Superman's grandfather. That's it. Yeah, I know. I know. I was texting. I was texting my buddy Tim yesterday, uh, who's my co-host on Beer with Geeks and Supergirl TV Talk, and and I was saying uh, he finally is caught up on on Krypton, and I said I never, never in my wildest dreams did I think I'd see a show where. General Zod wants to use Doomsday to destroy Brainiac as a sentence that accurately describes an episode. Yes. And here we are. It's huge. Huge. Ah, love it. Love it, love it. Uh, so Seg threatens to, to shoot Val in the head right then and there rather than let Brainiac take him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but Brainiac doesn't believe him, and he just swats Seg away like a fly. Just, get out, get out of my way, kid. Come on. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm the lord of all I survey. And it turns out... Turns out, you ready for this, Derek? You sitting down? You ready for this? I'm, I'm this, sitting. This the shock might might kill you. Um, it turns out that it's actually hologram Val. No. Yeah. Yeah, he's back. He's back. <laughs> Val's Val's just over behind the cape, but the cape gets disintegrating, so he's clearly <laughs> in view. It's just like it's just covering like his torso, his, ch- his chest. Yeah. 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 Who's um, that over there? Oh, that, that, that little guy. I wouldn't worry about that little guy. Just, just that. Pay no attention to the man behind the cape. Hmm. Which that cape is gone, by the way. It's just the it's the straps on the shoulders at this point. I mean, yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, it is nothing. Yeah. It's 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 a little little mini cape. It's like a mini skirt. There's a, of cape. There's a little yellow to be seen. That's there, it. Yeah, yeah. So just as Brainiac uh, is realizing that his hologram Val Seg turns on the Phantom Zone projector and banishes Brainiac to the Phantom Zone, and the cape, the Superman cape, starts to rebuild. And the most epic thing I have seen on television in some time. Gorgeous, iconic, beautiful visual. Um, that theme that, playing, that oh. that crest reforming, the 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 fibers of the cape being rewoven. It's so good. I could watch that on so a loop. good. I can't wait for, for a, a looping gif of that and just, just yeah. I need it. A, I need a, I need a gif of that. Yeah, a gif. Yep. A gif. Yeah, I need mm-hmm. a gif. Yeah, it's as a tentacles of Brainiac come out of the uh the vortex and and pull sega that, that'll happen he's like if you're going in i'm you're coming with me yeah you're coming with me come on am i going alone it's dangerous to go alone take yeah. seg take seg um i don't want to uh, i don't want to go to the phantom zone i'm not ready real val springs out and tries to grab him yeah he can't keep his grip and then seg i was like this would be the perfect time right now and i i swear to god I, I have no witnesses but i swear this is true i was thinking like this would be a perfect time for him to say keep holding on for a better tomorrow and he does just start believing in a better tomorrow and he lets go oh, god in a, in a heart-wrenching moment and he goes to the phantom zone willingly meanwhile general zod's just standing there watching just just watching watch it the, could the you cape give is me restored. a hat? no no okay nah. all right that's fine i'm good Nah, just like just like Lido watched me fighting Jaina, I'm just gonna just let this happen. Yeah, meatball sub. Oh, where'd that get? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the cave's fully restored. Uh, Kandor is saved. People come back to life. Lida and Dev share a hug. Everyone's happy. Um, and before Val can can bring Seg back, he immediately starts going to the console and trying to bring it back. And uh, Zod blasts the control panel. You dick. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, we can't, we cannot risk Brainiac coming back. So, nope, that's it. Bye-bye. And the cape, which is now fully restored, changes. The House of El symbol disappears, and the Zod sigil replaces it. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, You know, yeah, I was that's sitting there good. wondering, I was like, why is the cape reforming if Seg goes into the Phantom Zone? He hasn't had Jor-El yet. 
that, so um, I was taking that. I was taking that as like, wait, if he went to the Phantom Zone and the cape is is reformed, then then we're good. Like this this is how we save. Like yeah, he's gonna get out eventually, and this is they're they're telling us right, that it's all gonna be yes. okay. Superman, but then Superman was saved. Would, Superman was saved, but then the second that Zod blasts the destroys controls, destroys the controls, it turns to the cape. It turns to the Zod yeah. cape. So that's that's where he changed the future, right? Dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not a nice fellow. One month later. One month later, General Zod is giving what I can only call like a fascist speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got the leader of other Kryptonian cities before him, and he's in that that same like council chamber where they sentenced Val to death at, at the uh, the start of the season. He's in the Meatball Sub-Tribunal. Meatball Sub-Tribunal. I imagine in, the, in this brave new world, it's free Meatball Subs for everyone. Free Meatball Subs! As long as you kneel before Zod. He said it. He said the thing. He said it. He, he said, said the thing. Before Zod. He said the thing, and he said it he so said the... well. Colin Salmon said kneel before Zod. Like a really good job of saying it. I'm going to say he said it the best. Oh, oh, ballsy. I I I liked I liked it, he man. Say it. I really dug it. I really really dug it. Juxtaposed with that, you've got all this other stuff going on. Obviously, you've got uh, Jackson Nissa meeting up with Val to Fortress Solitude. I don't know why it took him a month to get there, but yeah, uh, right. They make their way in. Corvex is nowhere to be seen. Uh, the little nope. f- football carrying. I mean, he's a bottle. You can keep him in the trunk as long as you leave the window cracked. You know, he's his own bottle city. Did yeah. you just say? Did you did not just say leave him in the truck and crack the window? Did you? <laughs> Don't leave a child in the vehicle. Just crack the window. It's fine. Oh my god. He's in a bottle anyway. That's terrible. That's He's in terrible. a bottle. That's terrible. Well, what do you uh, put, put him on, on a leash? So, did, who's a good Corvax? <laughs> They're not taking him to the mall. <laughs> taking him to the mall. It's the only time you put the kid on Rankless. the leash. Rankless um, are being drafted into the Sagittarii. Yeah, Kim is now, uh, has a new hairstyle and is not happy. Does not look pleased. He is not happy. I mean, it's it's, it's a draft. He says they're being conscripted. So it's, it's yeah. whether yeah. they like it or not, they're yeah. part of the army. They're given Rankless purpose. Yeah, which is very um, Brave New World. It's sort mm-hmm. of like, oh, yes, the betas and the and the you know and the deltas and everybody has, has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says there will be no more uprising. There's a common goal to unite Krypton and rebuild. Um, the, we're going to build an empire. We're going to go to other systems. And, and if they surrender to us, then it'll be peace. And if not, then just like these leaders of the other city-states, they will be made to kneel before Zod. And right then, as this is happening, as we're, we're hearing the speech, um, we see Adam you know, still looking around. Detroit, and he looks up and sees that giant statue of General Zod. So, so yeah, I it, it's making clear what what the what happened here. You know, if you look look at the episode as a whole, you see sort of the timeline of things. So we were seeing at the, at the end of oh was yeah it was the end of eight right uh, where mm-hmm. we saw Savage Night. Yep, uh, and in the Savage Night, we saw Adam appear there, and we didn't know where he was. Well, the whole time he was in this future. That, mm-hmm. that we the other timelines were getting caught up to, and then there's a little tag at the very very end, and we see Doomsday awake in his little cell, and he's uh, he's breaking free. Who's that guy? Dev's Gavier boy. 
Come here. Who's a good apex predator? Mm. Go kill Zod. Go kill Zod. Zod so that's what you think is going to happen, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what Zod said would happen. He's an apex predator. He's going to go for the leader. Well, mm-hmm. you're the leader. Mm-hmm. So I hope you can get him back into stasis easily enough. Well, he seemed to think he could. Yeah, definitely an epic way to end the season on that shot of him punching through the glass. Mm. Mm. Uh, That's another one I can't wait for a gif. Down in the catacombs. A gif? Yeah, I can't wait for a gif of that either. Yep. A a graphic interchange format gif. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A a gif. Can't Mm. wait for that. That's it. That's the season. Fiend. Done. We have absolutely loved being here with you these past several months. So this past over a year now since our first episode and uh and talking about this and we will continue to be through the hiatus this is not your last episode uh because of course there's one more after this featuring executive producer of uh, krypton cameron welsh who not only talks about uh the original pilot for the show something we talked about a lot at the beginning Mm -hmm. um talks about the season and some of the choices they made in the past that it took them on and what to expect in season two. Yes, there are some, I wouldn't call some them spoilers. Teases? Teases. Yeah, they're not really spoilers. But they're, spe- they're, they're specific teases, too. It's not just like, oh, you might see. that. There's... Although he does say, they're not even back in the writer's room until next week. He's like, we may scrap all this. But the plan yeah. right now is to is to do some of the things he talks about in the next episode. So you'll want to check that out. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, we want to do like an uh, an episode uh, just about your reactions to the season as a whole, the season finale. Read your emails and and your theories about what's coming down the pipeline. So send those to us, mail at kryptonpodcast.net, uh, which is where you can also find us online, kryptonpodcast.net. We're on Twitter at shoekrypton. And uh, leave us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... And uh, yeah, send, send us those emails, those tweets. I mean, even if I mean, you know, if you've got a voicemail or something, if you want to post it up on YouTube or something and send us a link, we could we could grab the audio. That would be that'd be a lot of fun too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we are also on Facebook. I left that out. Startful's House of Hell. So uh, for sure, this was just a phenomenal final hour of the season, and I'm glad we can now say the season and not the series. Uh, and mm-hmm. that we will be back for season two. I assume probably around March. Uh, again, yeah, it's going to be a while uh, uh, before we start talking about those episodes again. But it, a lot to look forward to in the meantime. Frank? Well, you know, also, if people want to play with us between seasons, they can come hang out with us this September. That's true. That's true. We will be live in Atlanta, Georgia during the weekend of Dragon Con uh, at Stark Expo Live with uh, ourselves and Steve Glosson and Brian Austin Green and other co-hosts from our shows. And you can find out more about that over on Twitter at Stark Expo Live. So definitely check that out and you can get your tickets now. Absolutely. Well, on behalf of Sean Phillips. Mm-hmm. Then all and, the people of Candor. And Sippos. Sippos. Bye everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.